last time on the Four Orbs. Giving up on following Finch into somewhere you uncontrollably can't follow. I don't think I can do it. Please try again. This is awesome. I wonder how far ahead of us they are. I'm going to step back and cup my hands around my mouth and just go, Marco! And you see purple lights come around the bend. Purple, little purple lights in pairs. And you look closer and you see they are skeletons. I would like to cast Gust of Wind if I can get in front in a position that allows me to do that. Okay, so 19 damage. You uh, bash it in its like forehead and the skull just dismant- like crumbles in completely and then it just collapses to the ground and slides back in the gust of wind. Now the closest skeleton is only is 10 feet away from you. Like there's two, there's two five foot squares between you and the next skeleton. And then you hear huffing and puffing and you see Finch appear out of the darkness. Finch! Finch, you step out of the darkness and into the chapel where you see your companions resting. Hey, hey guys, what's going on? What happened? How long have you been waiting here? Is everything okay? You guys see, you look, are you all right? Finch? Rub the, the sleepy out of my eyes because I've been napping. How sleeping? How long have you guys? How long have I been in there? What you see? <laughs> I pull out a, a piece of parchment and a quill. What was it? Well, uh, well, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, kind of, I walked in there and I kept walking for a while and for a while. You were gone for ten hours. Ten hours? Give or take. You're serious? Yes, I'm serious. We've been waiting this whole time. Well, not just waiting, but... It felt like... What'd you see? Minutes. Moments. I mean... Moments? It certainly was no ten hours. Um, okay, okay. Um, I saw... I saw four... Pedestals, like columns. And there was light shining down on each one. And there were these spherical objects on them um each one of a different color i don't i don't know what it means i tried to step closer and i was maybe about 50 some odd feet away and what were the colors i took one step closer and just here i was you said four colors yeah yeah there there were four what what were they there was four um i think there was a uh there was a red a blue, um, there was a black, and I think there was a green. Does that, does that mean something to you? That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> that's called voice acting. <laughs> Doroth and Felomir, drop me some intelligence checks. 
Intelligence saves. Crit. Ooh, of course it's a crit. Especially for Doris. 16. Felomir, it definitely sounds like the four orbs to you. Like the legendary four orbs. Dorth, it is the legendary four orbs. Well, to me, it sounds like... Could be. Are any of you familiar with the four orbs? What's the four orbs? Yeah, that doesn't ring any bells on my end either. I thought I was the stupid one. Huh. Hey, what, is, what does that mean? You've never heard of the four orbs? I mean, it's a pretty common. I live. I live in a tree. I don't. I don't know, I don't know mm. what you're talking about. I guess everyone can't be a well-renowned superstar. Well, what so, are they? Well, I can't just explain it to you. Can you it try? To, not? It has to be experienced, <laughs> felt. Uh, I'm pretty sure it can be explained, yeah. Well, s- somebody explain it. Remora? Uh, Life, death, creation, destruct. What, what do you do all day? Pretty good with a bow. Okay, a long time ago, long before we were all born, yes, even you, Felim here, a guy named Remora made four orbs. Is any of this ringing any bells? I mean, I've heard the story. No. How do you just make orbs? I mean... It's very complicated. Don't worry about it. What kind of orbs were they? Were they like magical orbs? Sure. Yes. Oh. So what'd they do? Well, like, really? What? They bring balance to the world. What? I don't know. Without the, without these orbs, there would be total chaos. I really can't believe I'm the only one that knows this. You're not. You're not the only one. I mean, it brought it brought along the six new elements. Right. Okay. See, someone knows something. Yeah. See, you know, there was purity like, and spirit, darkness, evil. And, so and what? Fire and water? Not, mm. not, not those kind of elements. Oh. You know, all the guardians. Oh, like, like Extolu. Yes. I know him. Well, do you know the other ones? Uh, uh. there's Hanet. Yeah, we're, we're, didn't you say we're <laughs> in a temple, Hanet? We are, indeed. So what happens if I go back in there and I get the orbs? I don't think it works like that. You should try to go back in there and get the orbs. Well, I mean, but like, but why? I mean, we because found they're, them. They're ancient artifacts. They're very powerful. Mm. Who knows what potential they have? Excuse me? They could, they could restore the power of the arcane well for all we know. They balance... What? They would bring total chaos if you were to disturb the orbs. Yeah, we're to disturb them. We're not going to disturb them. So what does it all mean then? If I'm... I mean... We found... Or I found these four orbs that are some big deal. You think I should get them. You think I shouldn't get them. Honestly, I don't know if I think I should get them. I don't think you can. I... I don't think you can either. Well, it seems like you were chosen because you're the only person that could go in there and see anything. Maybe I just drink more of that 
black goo than you guys did. Mm, I think we all had about the same amount. I had I mean, zero. I drank some more. Balabub seemed to think I was meant for something. I just don't know if he thought that oh, this was Oh, Balabub. Balabub said. Balabub didn't really say much. Well, he, he certainly had... didn't say anything about orbs. <laughs> he didn't say anything in, we could understand. And this black stuff that I had to drink. I barely understand anything he said, really. No, but, I mean, Balulabub translated that something good. This is all very confusing. So if we got the orbs, could we be very powerful? I don't I don't know. Look, I'm about ready to I guess see if I can go back and see if I can get any closer, but if it takes what you guys say took ten hours, I mean, how long then did is it, feel? it even worth me trying right now? How long did it did it take for you? How how long did you perceive it as? Maybe five, ten minutes, like Hmm. Well, at any rate, you could you could try to go back in, just to see if you see the same thing. And are you willing to wait for me? Hey, knock yourself out! I need another nap. I mean, just come immediately back out. I don't really have much choice in the matter, but yes, if, yeah, I'll do that. Wait, if you if you like just stick like your head in, could you see what you saw? That's a good idea, Keth. Thanks. I'm going to walk over and poke my head in and see if I can see the orbs okay. from a distance. So you walk over and you put your arms on like the archway to kind of like balance yourself as you stick your head in in case you lose grip or something. And as you bring your forehead in, you hit a wall. You can't get back in. I'm going to walk over to the uh, the icker okay. and uh, palm up a nice cup to my mouth and slurp it all up. Okay. Try again. Sure. You go and try again, try and stick your head through, and you're met with a wall again. <laughs> Way to use your head. <laughs> well, weird. as Doris seems to have noticed, it's not working this time. I'm going to go up to the wall okay. and try to peek through it. You try and touch the darkness and peek through. You also can't seem to force your way through. I'm going to do the same. <laughs> Anyone that tries <laughs> is blocked. Almost well, like the duty of the archway has been the fulfilled. The duty. <laughs> Am I still wearing my amulet? You are. Okay. Um, I would like to, before we get too far away from this, I'd like to get my flask that is now empty from the oil that I threw on them witches. Okay. And I would like to go fill it with the ichor. Well, okay. you know there's And then a... just kind of wipe that the flask off from whatever spillage I have and put it in my bag. Okay. I'm going to see him doing that and be like, there's an entire fountain in the other room. <laughs> also, there's other blackness like this. There are other areas. That maybe would be another portal for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I there's there's a lot of this place that we haven't explored yet because somebody... Well, yeah, I mean, what what happened? What happened to you guys if I've been gone for 10 hours? Well, we decided to, you know, we waited for you for a while. How long Kath, a while? Uh, an hour or two. Okay. And uh, at that point, we decided just to kind of explore. There's a lot, a lot of skeletons here. 
whole lot of lot of lot lot of skeletons. Not if we're quiet. Yeah, don't don't scream anything. I say as I'm like pushing against the black wall, trying to get get through. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I mean it. From what I can gather, this temple housed some sort of cult to some sort of entity called the Darkest Night. Um, and their entire goal was trying to find some way to contact this entity, which they thought the 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 way to do that was with this this ichor, this black liquid. Hmm. Um, whether they were successful or not, we don't know. But it seems like this temple housed a lot of people, and now they're all gone. Well, uh, or turned into skeletons. One of the two. I mean, if you guys think there's another, I guess we'll call it a portal, um, I'm certainly willing to try again. I say that that would be the best course of action. I'll just, I'll lead the way to the, uh, the other portals we saw on the ground, but along the way, I guess before we enter the fountain room, I want to say out to everyone, stay quiet. We don't know where those skeletons are at. There's a lot of skeletons around here somewhere. Hey, I know I s- how to find out. Mur- <laughs> what? Don't, don't. Not again. Fine. Just, just everyone stay quiet. And proceed cautiously through to where the portal was. Okay. sort of kneel down and motion for Finch to come over. I'll kneel down and start to put my arm into one okay. of the puddles. It does go through it. Okay, yeah. Finch. I'm going to grab Finch's legs. Like I'm going to bend down and just kind of like hold his legs and be like, all right, now now dip your head in. I'll hold you. Uh, okay, 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 sure. Uh. Why, why not? <laughs> I have got to see this. I'll allow Kess to grab my legs and I'll kind of pull my head through. So are you like on the ground or are you like holding him above the darkness? I assume that yeah. he's standing up and holding my legs straight up and I'm kind of like crawling like down bear, into huh? it. I thought that you. I thought that you knelt down to like put your hand through it, so I was gonna come up behind you and like grab your legs, like as you're kneeling, kneeling down, like with your hand through through the puddle. Can you just stay there? Well, like brace brace your legs. But I can totally pick you up and like dip you into the puddle. Honestly, I don't. <laughs> Like a chocolate fondue fountain. What fountain. makes sense to everybody here? I think you should just jump. I, yeah, I was just. I think um, I can just dip my head in and kind of see, and then just kind of fall into it. Maybe I don't know. Does anyone have any rope? I do have some rope. Please take my rope. I guess I'll take her rope. Do you remember what happened last time with the rope? But what happens if he just disappears? Oh yeah, the rope. 
Didn't do anything. I don't remember. Okay, you know what? Just lay on your belly and dip your dip your head in. Yeah, I'll, I'll hold your legs. Sure, let's do that. Okay. So you dip your head in. And you see nothing but darkness. Gonna bring an arm in. Okay. Just to feel if I can feel any sort of wall or ground or anything. You do not. I'll pull back out. Well, I I don't see anything. It's pitch black. I can't feel anything. Did you hear anything? Nothing. Okay, what about the other one? Cuz I'll scooch over to the other puddle. Okay. Do the same thing. So for the listeners just in case you forgot what this room looks like, there is a small U-turn into this room that goes to another hallway on the other side. In between the U-turn, there's a small little five foot by five foot area that is the darkness that Finch had walked into and was stuck in for a while. On the other side of the bridge is a 15 by five foot line of darkness. And I think they're talking about going to that one. Yes. So you go do the same thing on that side? Yeah. And it's the same kind of scenario. You see nothing but darkness. And you can't feel anything. It's uh, it's pretty much the exact same. I really don't know if it even matters if I'm in this one or the other one. Hmm. I'm going to sit up and then dangle my legs in like you would sitting next to a pool. Okay. And kind of scooch up to the edge like I'm about to just get in it. Okay. I think I'm just going to go for it. No, no, what, no, don't do that. No. What if you just fall and fall and fall and fall forever? You should do it. You should do it. I think yeah. you should do no, it. Don't be a there's, pussy. You should do there's it. There's plenty of more building to where we are. Like, we need to explore more. Maybe there's another door. Have you guys seen more of this stuff? No. Not yet, but we still have... A lot to explore. I say we keep looking. Uh, We still haven't found the key. I agree with you, Astra. That is probably the wisest choice. I mean, even if he does succeed jumping through there, there's no telling how long you'll be in there. Or how he can get back. I'll slowly start to stand up. (sighs) Boring. Last resort. As we start to walk and move along, it's like I'm just kind of like commentating, I guess, to myself, but also out loud to them. Just, I mean, I, I couldn't see anything when we first entered the first doorway either. Was, I have, a, I just feel like they're all gonna look this way. We're never gonna know until I just immerse myself. Well, maybe we can find one that isn't on the floor. Yeah. Besides, I want to look for more of these books. I think we should go to to the the dormitories. There, I mean, there could be more information on why these people were here, and maybe more research notes. Any objections? Nope. Let's go. Just be on your guard and stay quiet. Okay. Heading back to the dormitories. You walk around this little U-turn bridge. Each of you balancing yourself across, though it's not a hard balance or anything. And you walk down the hallway towards the dormitory. 
You see that the barricade is still in front of the door. You do not hear any pounding. And the two the two bedrooms that you had opened up are still open. Basically, everything is still as you had left it in this room. And there were four rooms that we had not gone into, correct? There are three rooms. Or, yeah, four rooms. Four rooms. Sorry. All right, everyone, just take a room and see what you can find. Okay. Um, I'm going to re-describe this room for you guys because you didn't get to completely... Um, search it all and I'm sure you've forgotten after a week there are seven doors and an open hallway in this room the room is rectangular with lounge chairs sofas and a dining table down the center of it there are a couple of bookshelves along the walls as well as most most skinny and tall between doorways there are black and white gothic paintings and drawings framed throughout the room of grotesque torture like scenes the two bedrooms that you searched had nothing of significant value in them. And uh, where was the book that I am currently holding found at? Not in this room. It was found in the, like, another dining area that was on the left door of the four-door room. Ooh, I never got the chance to look at these. And I'm going to try to climb on a anything and get one of those paintings off the wall. Yeah, do you want to take one down? Yeah. Okay. They're pretty big. Um, How big? Like three feet by two feet frames. Yeah. I mean, you can see them pretty well. Like up close? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, like you don't have to take one down to look at it. You want to investigate them all yes. or just like, okay. Um, give me a an insight check. 20. Okay. You kind of like pace yourself through the room, kind of like going through an art gallery. And while everyone else is like searching other things and you see that the common theme of these artistic pieces draws your focus to a specific thing going on in the background. You see this figure that seems to always have a presence in all these different scenes. It's a robed person, a robed being with only a skull for a head. And that's all? That's all. Okay. Ooh. Now this, this is true art expression. Hey, who's this guy? What guy? Oh, I didn't see you there. Look. This dude, he's in all of them. You see a robed figure, person, something of another with a skull for a head. And he's in all of these paintings? He's in. He's somehow involved in every one of the paintings. A lot of them he's just kind of like standing in the background. Some he, there's one where he's like sitting in like the corner of a room watching a person get tortured or something like that. Is he a full-on skeleton, or does he just have a skull for a head? You can't see if he's a full-on skeleton. You only notice, because he's got a a big, baggy black robe on, you can't actually see his hands either. Okay. And the drawing of the hands, like, he's he's in the background of all the pictures, mostly. So, like, the drawing of the hands isn't very visible to see if his hands themselves are skeletal. Interesting. This must be some sort of 
important figure to the worshippers of this temple. Yeah, a real sick guy, too. Is it a familiar depiction? Like, what have I seen this before? You have not, no. Okay. I wasn't mentioned in the book at all. You can give me a religion check. Nine. No, you don't know anything about who he is. Okay. Do I? If you want to give me a religion check. Of course I do. Twelve. You definitely, like, I mean, of course the feeling that all of you are getting is that this skeletal person is probably a representation of death or, like, the Grim Reaper or something. That's out of game. Probably what y'all are thinking. But in game, you know that death is represented by a woman, not a skeleton. So whoever it is, it's not death. Okay. And it was just a plain black robe, you said? Mm -hmm. No markings or anything, at least that you can visibly see in the paintings and drawings. Purple eyes? It's all black and white. Oh, look at this one. This guy's in pain. Just go look at another one. Yeah, I'll just divert my attention elsewhere. Yeah, I'm not yeah. looking go, at those. Go search the rooms. Um, okay, so you had checked the two rooms now on your right, on the far right. There are three doors on your left and one extra door on the right that hasn't been opened. I will go to the remaining door on the right. Okay. So you open up the door on the right. This bedroom is different than the other two. It seems to be some sort of master bedroom, basically. It's much larger. It's an L-shaped. Immediately when you walk in, there is a bookshelf to the left and right. Past that, there is a desk that's facing the wall on the left with two chairs in front of it. Then there's another bookshelf on both the left and right. To the back right corner, there's like a hand-washing bowl that has no liquid in it. And when you look around the L side on the left, it's a bed with two nightstands. Okay, I will go over to the desk and search through it. All right. Give me an investigation check. Does anyone else want to search anything in this room or just search in general or anything like that? I think we were splitting up and going into different rooms. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to follow Keth wherever he goes. Okay. So Keth and Astra are a pair. Is anyone joining them? Doroth, Finch, what are y'all doing then during all this? I want to run into the room that Felomir just went into and just jump on the bed. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, give um, me not like up and down, but like jump onto it and like spread out. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, uh, give me a uh, acrobatics. That oh no, something's happening. What? Give me that and a perception check. Ooh. All right. Six for acrobatics. All right. And uh, sixteen for perception. Okay. That's actually perfect. You run and jump at the bed and like your knees hit the side of it and kind of like flip you a little bit. And you kind of catch yourself on the corner and then just fall off. Do I see this? 
Yes. So I, he doesn't I make chuckle. it onto the bed? He doesn't make it onto the bed. He's too short. <laughs> you, need, you need some help, Jordan? <laughs> oh! And as you're like on your back and looking up, you notice that she kind of knocked the mattress askew. And you stand up and you see that there's like something sticking out. Give me an investigation check with a DC of five. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, it must be nothing. <laughs> oh, okay. What? What is this? Nice. Six. <laughs> How serendipitous. I was just fucking around. That's why you're clutch, dude. See? Do what you love, and shit just happens. <laughs> you have found below average loot. Yay! What? I need you to roll a D100. Uh, 44. You find a flask, a pretty large flask. It has a clear liquid that has little floating particles of white inside. Ooh, someone likes to party. I remember when I used to drink white schlager in my younger days. This isn't white schlager. What'd you find? It's a flask. I'm going to walk over and sort of inspect the flask. No, it's I'm, mine. I'm just looking. Okay. I'm just going to hold it up to him. Okay. Give me a arcana check if you're trying to determine what it is. No one got my Goldschlager reference. I got, I got it. it. It was funny. Wow. You didn't laugh. I mean, Felomir wouldn't have laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 12. I mean, if it doesn't work, I'm just going to cast a tech magic. So. Dave is making a face that says, <laughs> And if all else fails, I'm just going to drink it. So You're let's, not. Let's be real here. Because it's in my hand and you'd have to take it from me. Which I could easily do. Jeez, fellow man. <laughs> You're a fucking asshole. God, damn, I'm serious. Where'd you go such a dick, dude? dude? I'm on the trail of something here. No one will stand in my way. Why don't you see what else is in the bed, fellow here? Yeah, just flip the mattress over. You believe that this is a potion of jump. Well, it looks to me like this is some sort of potion of jumping. I wish I was in there. Oh, really? Be like, you gotta I mean... use that. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Do you mean it funny? Uh, uh, huh? 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 Some sort of potion of jumping. Interesting. Do I believe him? You have no reason not to. Interesting. I'm just gonna put it in my bag. Keth and Astra. We'll go into the first room on the left. The first room on the left. You mean, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the left. Just kidding. It's a room. It's a... Did you break it again? <laughs> it didn't break it. It's broken. <laughs> and you have me sit in this broken chair every week. <laughs> Well, I have you sit in the broken chair because you broke it the first time. I leaned back and it broke. 
I didn't push back. I leaned like you do in chairs. Keep That's why this. they have backs. Keep keep this. <laughs> to lean. If anyone would like to donate some chairs, that'd be, that'd be real cool. Yeah, we're buying all the audio equipment. Just buy us some chairs. Just one more work, actually. Look, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to support this podcast, text chair to 66655. <laughs> Every donation is appreciated. Nothing's too small. Or we have a Patreon. Mm. Yeah. I would love for someone Why to send us a you very small chair. You can't send a chair to a Patreon. You can send a chair to... I'm gonna cut that one out. Direct it straight to uh, Finch or uh, Flynn uh, Cartwright, whichever you prefer. I'll know who it's for. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, you guys need a post box, huh? Um, Yep. I don't use a post box. People just send shit straight to my house. Ain't nothing wrong with the fans, then, where you at? Yeah. There is. <laughs> I mean, I just haven't encountered it yet. Kath and Astra, you go into the next room on the left. It is set up just like the other two bedrooms that you've been in. Look in the armoire. In the armoire, there's the same kind of stuff. Just the simple linen clothing for, and then that white ceremonial robe style. Is that the only thing to look in? There is a small desk. I'll look in the desk. You find a quill, an inkwell, and a little bit of parchment, but nothing written. Okay. I'm going to investigate the room. Can I do that? Sure. Twelve. You find nothing of value or interest. Well, it doesn't look like there's anything interesting in here. All right. guess let's check another one. So you want to go to the next one on the left? Yeah. We'll just keep checking rooms while uh, Doroth and Philomir are in the big room. The next door on the left is a small corridor. At the end of that corridor is a door. A door core. A door core. A door. Decor? I'll go up to the door and... Put my ear against it. Okay. You hear nothing. I'll crack the door open and peek through. You peek through? It's the room with the four doors in it. Oh, you say hey. the four. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the four doors. The, end. <laughs> the one, the door on your right now is closed. The door in front of you is open and goes to the room with a fountain. And the door on your left is open and goes to the room with darkness in it. On the floor. I'll just shut it back and walk back into the main room. You check the last door on the left. It's another bedroom with nothing of importance or value inside. Formed just like the other three (laughs) bedrooms you've seen now. Okay, cool. Well, I guess let's go see if they found anything. You know, we should have slept in here. There's beds in here. I slept in yeah. a bed so long. I mean, maybe oh. later, if we're still yeah. here. What are you doing, Finch? Like, during all of this... <laughs> yeah, I was waiting my what? turn to speak. <laughs> I would have poison. just followed Felomir, and my plan was going to be to check the nightstands. 
since okay. he was checking the other stuff and so he was jumping on the bed. You've slowly followed them into the room, kind of, you know, cautiously, because you've been told that there are skeletons near. Mm-hmm. And you see the encounter with them finding the flask and them talking about it being a potion of jumping. And while they're discussing that it's a potion of jumping, you'll check the nightstands. You open the drawer of each one, find nothing inside except for another book called The Darkest Night. I'll pick it up and sift through it. All right. You pick it up and sift through it. And as you're kind of like going through it... um, you notice that this book has lots of red ink everywhere throughout the pages. Like someone else has written onto this book with red ink? Yes. Uh, like highlighted it, um, drawn little things here and there, um, lots of doodles, and it's all very hard to read. Like, oh, this is strange. I look over at Finch. Say, Everybody, <laughs> let, whenever we have a question, let's ask Fellum. <laughs> well, I'm, you'll, this is going somewhere, Dave. I was trying to engage him so that he would inquire so that I didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> so this clever. is strange. It looks like another Darkest Night book to me. This one has just a whole bunch of scribblings and all sorts of notes written through it. What, the one You said you got one earlier. I did. Well, what does it look like? Let me um, let me see it. I'll try and compare books. I'll, I'll look through his version, a copy of The Darkest Night. It's the same book. Yes. Just has markings here and there. Hmm. All pretty much unnecessary to talk about for the podcast. I mean, there are variations of like, I wonder, like there's like little questions like, is this connected? And... There's things that's like little recipes that involve like common plants and even some rare or exotic plants that are written down the like margins of the pages there. I mean, it's, it's literally just random shit throughout the entire book. And you can tell that, I mean, what you're getting out of it is that they use this book to somehow try and solve the puzzle of what the icker is. I'm going to hold the book by its spine and just shake it. See if anything falls out. Nothing falls out of this one. It seems that whoever was working with this one just wrote directly onto the pages. I hand it back to Finch. I just toss it on the bed. Okay. Is there anything else under the mattress? Uh, You lift up the mattress to look further. There is nothing else under the mattress. I want to return to the desk and look through it. Give me an investigation check. Nine. There are lots of papers all over the top of the desk. There's drawers with papers in them, journals, books, all sorts of things. But with a nine, you're not really connecting any pieces or getting really any kind of true information out of it. Your mind's wandering throughout other pieces to everything. Do I detect any magic in this room? There is the amulet that fell, uh, that Finch is wearing. There's now the potion that was found. The washing hands bowl and then also on top of the desk you do get a hint of an aura under some paper you push it away and it's another amulet the same amulet yes i will pocket that and then walk over to the bowl okay keth and astra you enter the room as 
Felomir seems to be walking away from the desk and over to the hand-washing bowl. Doroth, what are you doing at this point? Well, I don't know. I guess I'm just like standing there. Just kind of watching. Yeah. I mean, there's I'm some done, there's like, bookshelves and art in this room as well. We can it's, say you're just kind of... Is the art the same? Yeah, it's very gothic, torturous like art. Same dude. Same dude somewhere in the background. Hmm. Interesting. Always lurking. Finch, what are you doing? I don't know. I'm just kind of moseying around with these guys. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just going to walk in and start like investigating myself and while doing so be like, hey, you'll find anything? Investigating what? Just like pulling out drawers of like the desk, I guess. Okay. Give me an investigation check on that. Pulling out books on the bookshelf. Uh, 21 all right so as you kind of like yell out and say hey y'all find anything and y'all you know chitter chatter we'll say like you talk about the potion art whatever y'all want to talk about any side stuff um so while that all that conversation is going on you notice that something that kind of catches your interest is there's like a log not a wooden log, but a written log. And it's got like a roster of people listed down it. Um, one column is labeled rank. And amongst the rank, you see neophytes, acolytes, followers, priest, high priest, and master. That's all the ranks you see throughout the log. The name of the person with the rank master, however... Is smudged with droplets of blood. The second column of the log after the rank is the name of a person for each for each line. The third column is unmarked, like it's not categorized, and appears to use four different words: untouched, tainted, dead, and living. And that seems to be the only thing that really catches your interest. Hey guys, look at this. <laughs> what is it? The reason it's kind of mysterious to you is that there's like a smudge of blood on it. Yeah. Um, it looks to be some kind of like ranking system for, I guess, the worshippers or... The temple the, dwellers. Yeah. The temple workers. Um, Ooh, is Marco Polo in there? <laughs> We no. go over and look at it. But the master, where it's supposed to have the master's name, it's all that there's blood on it. So I don't, I don't know what mm. this is. Out of game question. Sure. The blood, is it like it's, <clears throat> excuse me, is it like it's uh, covering up a name or is it like somebody pricked their finger and then smudged it across where the name would be? It's like somebody pricked their finger and then smudged their finger across where the name should be. Okay. Uh, you can give me another investigation check on the desk if you'd like. Ten. You find nothing else of interest. Cool. <laughs> They're swapping Man, I was chairs. Just positioning myself so it wouldn't be a problem. Oh wow, it came all the yeah. way off. <laughs> Again, text chair six 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 five five. It goes to a good cause. Um regarding that uh, 
ledger, I guess. Okay. Of people. You said there were three columns, and in the fourth column, it was... There's three columns. There's not a fourth column. Or, yeah, three columns, and there were four words, sorry, in the last column. Yes. It was either... uh, Untouched. Okay. Tainted. Dead. And living. Hmm. Also, uh, how many names are there on this log? Um, There's three pieces of parchment. 150. I want to investigate the bowl. Okay. You go over to the bowl and you investigate it. Um, There is no inscription. There is no markings. It is literally just a stone, like, waist height bowl. You can give me uh, your detect magic that you've already casted. uh, Informs you that it is a bowl of enchantment of some sort. Okay. Does it look like the, the 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 bowl in the main room? No. The bowl in the main room is just a small like cereal bowl basically. Okay. That was sitting on top of a table. Is there any sort of like residual liquids or anything? It's a dusty dry. Okay. What's it sitting on? It's the the whole thing is one big stone piece. Okay. I'm going to say out to everybody. Well, this this bowl here is definitely magical. Some sort of enchantment spell. I'm not sure what it does, though. You know, I'm actually going to take back enchantment. It should be divine. Some sort of divination. divination bowl. What does that mean? That's like holy, holy power, right? Like divine? No. It's like, uh, like divination. Like looking, like seeing, scrying. Locating things that are far away. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I think I get it. Have I... Would I know anything about the, the bowl? Have I seen anything similar to this? Like, typically, I mean, just me out of game, something that would be divination would be some sort of scrying object. Correct. Could I assume that that's what this is? Yes. Okay, I want to fill it with liquid. Water. Or the party sure. icker. Or the icker, yeah. Um, which one? It's kind of important. Finch, I, you have some of that icker on you, don't you? Yeah, and no, I filled a flask before we, before we left the main room. Could I, could I, see it? Sure. I'm gonna oh. empty his flask into the bowl. Okay. You empty the dark party icker into the bowl, and we'll say you know a flask, like it's like a canteen or something, right? Yeah. Um, so you put like a cup of worth of this acre and like, as you kind of finish filling it up, like emptying the amount that you're putting in it, it still continues to rise and fill the bowl. Well, that's different. Is that common with scrying bowls? Sometimes not common. A good scrying bowl would do this. Okay. Now what? <laughs> it fills all the way to the brim and stops. And with this dark party icker, it looks kind of like it messes with your eyes a little bit because remember, like this icker doesn't show waves or ripples or anything like that because it's just so black 
that you can't see it. It's like that thing on Facebook that everybody's talking about, the black is black. Yeah, that fabric they invented. It's yeah. a good example. Um, and so when it fills all the way to the brim, it basically just looks like a surface of black. Like it's like marble black, basically. Matte black. And you take your finger and you dip it in it, and it kind of does do... Well, you don't see the ripple, but you can see that it kind of overflows on the edge a little bit and then just kind of drips to the side. And you stick your head over it and look in like you would a scrying bowl. And you see... You see nothing in the scrying bowl. I'm going to keep looking at it. You stare into the depths of this darkness for almost a minute. Does anyone know how to scry? What? Wait, what is scrying? What's a scry again? Anybody? No? Well, I'm out of ideas. Well, the Sherman back in Athern, they would look into big big bowls of water. Maybe if you poured out the, the, the black goo and put water in there. I I don't think that's that's gonna work. Well, I mean hold on. Get my flask and uh fill it back up with the icker. Okay. And uh wait. How? By submerging it. Into the bowl. Oh, yeah, because it's full all the way. Yeah. Oh. And then uh, saying, can't hurt to try. And then if it doesn't work, maybe we just take the bowl with us. It's a big, like... Never mind. Okay, I'm thinking about the wrong bowl. I wasn't um, worried about... Try and put some water in it. It can't hurt. Can you... Is there any way to tip it over? Yeah. Oh. You can hold it over. I mean, you might drop it, but... I don't I don't think that's gonna work. I just I don't think so. I don't know how to scry. No one else here knows how to scry. Be honest, I'm still not even sure what that word means. Exactly. Well, there's nothing in the other room, so now what? Um, real quick, I also would like to graze over the bookshelves to see if anything piques my interest. Okay. Um are there any other books related to this darkest night? Or? Tons of them. Whether they are different or not would take you probably hours to figure out. Well, I mean, are they like copies of the same book? No. There's okay. also a lot of books about Hanet and Adamo and Hamarin. I'll probably just grab like three or four books at random. And okay. Strap them to me somehow. I guess we could continue on. Well, what was between the bed thing? Was that just like a like a little pouch of money or something, or was it? That was the flask. You're talking about like that? What? I'm saying what? He, yeah, what he found? Bed? It was the flask. It was a flask. Yeah. I just thought it was something of jumping. Not, I didn't not know like what it was packaged. Not in. a flask like a 
a liquor flask, like a small little glass potion. Okay. I just wasn't sure it was like a compartmental it to anywhere else. Like a chemistry flask. Okay. I'll let it go. And I didn't detect any more magic in here? No. I also want to make sure that we keep the log book of people. Okay. So you want to keep the ledger, the roster? Yes. Unless someone else is already... It's just three pieces of parchment. Yes, I keep it. Okay. Well, I guess we can continue on. Well, which way? I'm going to point at the uh, the door that I opened that had the little corridor that led back into the four-room D- room. The four-door four, room? Four-door room. I'm, I'm going to say, that, that goes to the, that room that had four doors in it. And then there's this door that we barricaded, but I don't know where the skeletons went. We should probably go around. All right. Well, do we hear a commotion? No. You talking about this door, Keth? Yeah, that door. The one that's barricaded. Put my ear up to it. To the... the There's an armoire in front of it. Oh. Well, then I guess never mind. Just listen intently. You don't hear anything? Doesn't sound like they're out there. We should probably take the long way, but just something to yes, we keep should. in mind. I proceed through the door, the hallway that takes us back to the four door. Okay. Room. Telomir starts heading towards the four. We'll door follow. Room. There it is. So there's one door closed, and it's the door that goes to the small little dining area. I open that door. Okay. You open it up. The door across the way is still closed and the dining tables are still there with nothing in the room other than that. I walk up to the doorway. Okay. I want to listen. Give me a perception check. Ten. You hear nothing. I think they're gone. All right, hold on. Before you open the door, I'm going to get, like, ready myself and get, like, right behind the door. If, if anything's over there, I'm going to smash it. Okay. Keth takes the ready action. I'm going to slowly crack the door open and try to peek through it. Okay. You peek, the, peek through the door, and you see piles of bones to the left of you, where the gust of wind that Astra had been ca- had cast had pushed a bunch of skeletons and destroyed them against the wall. But you can't really see down the right hallway from cracking the door. The long hallway where the skeletons came from, you see nothing down it. I'm going to open the door. Okay. Slowly. You open the door slowly. To where I can fit through it and try to like hug the right wall and peek around that corner. You hug as close as you can. And look down the right hallway. And as your eyes get around the corner and look down, you see skeletons standing patiently at the other door. All moving with like a slow vertical, like almost like they're taking deep breaths, waiting. How many? Ten. I return to the door and close it. 
slowly. Give me a stealth check. Fuck. <laughs> Five. <laughs> As you return slowly back to the room, you pull the door closed and you don't pay attention to how strongly you're pulling the door and it clicks and slams a little louder than you wanted. And then you hear. What the fuck? What's going on? What is that noise? Uh, I'm gonna... And then you hear. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, gonna go to the crap. other door. <laughs> to the and other now hallway. now you hear the door pounding as skeletons are trying to reach you. Get the armoire, Kath. Get the armoire. What, there's no, is there an armoire on here? Nope. There's no there's armoire. Why don't we just room, go out the right? other door? Avoid them. Well, let's fight them. Uh, How many were there? There were like, there were ten. Just ten? From what I could see. We could, we could take them. I'll stay here. You go take them. We could take them. We could take them. I'm going to cling my mace against my alligator skull shield. We don't have get a choice. myself pumped up. What's the plan? Okay, so it sounds like Astra is going to be in front of the door, not directly in front of it, but kind of back away that she can cast Gust of Wind through the door and knock them back. I, Keth, will stand on the side, like beside the door, ready for any of them to, that like may run in to attack Astra. I have a better idea I think Astra should stand <clears throat> on the side of the door Ooh, yeah to where whenever the, the gust of wind will be facing going across the doorway so whenever the skeletons pass through oh. they'll hit the wall mm -hmm. and we'll all be at the ready if any of them okay. make it through that okay yeah and I'll stand I'll stand in front of the door and have them run at me exactly to, like trick them and we'll, cool. be, we'll be sort of flanking nice. behind you is it a weird character yeah. here? That is, a, <laughs> no. that is a fantastic idea. The yes. Crimson Command can use a man like you. <laughs> All right, at this point, they're like pounding on the door, like, make up your mind. What are you going to do to us? Okay, so Astra, do you want to be on the side? So the door is going to open towards you. Towards yeah, you. I'll be. So it's going to swing to your right. Do you want to be on the left side? To where yeah, I'll be on the left waiting? side. Okay. To where they they will be pushed into the door. Yes. When well, it the door is probably going to swing all the way around. Well, yeah, but in that direction. Yes. Yes. So, Kath's going to stand in the center, right in front of the door. Not directly. Yeah, just like in, in the door frame yeah, like so that they can see. So, where is Felomir standing? Well, you're currently holding the door. Yes. I will stand um, behind and to the left of Keth. 
Okay. Roughly ten feet behind him. And five feet to the left. Doroth? Or do you want to stand in all of this? Behind someone. Okay. <laughs> you want to stand behind Keth? Sure. Yeah. Finch? I'll stand in... To the right the of Keth? Well, I was figured I'll stand in the running path so that the skeletons have something to run at. That's and... what Keth's doing. Oh, yeah. Well, then I'll just kind of, yeah, I'll stand not in striking distance of Keth, but also at the ready. Okay. You can, With like, sword. hide in yes. one of the doorways of the rooms. So, basically, there's a front wall of... In order from left to right, whenever Felomir releases a door, we'll run to the left of Keth. Then it'll be Keth in the center. Then Finch to the right. And then Doroth centered behind Keth. And then Astra's going to be in front of the front line to the left, pushing wind at the wall. Yes. Okay. So everyone in this case can take a ready action. Mine's going to be Mage Hand to open the door. So that I can, like, back up a little bit. So I'm not, like, right in the doorway. I mean, is the door opens towards us, right? Yes. I imagine once I move away from the doorway, the skeletons will force it open. Okay. Even if they get it just a little bit, your gust of wind will catch it the rest of the way. Okay. Sweet. Sorry. Is Felomir next to her? Or is, or is Astra over there Felomir, by herself? Felomir is standing to the right of Astra, but okay. facing the door. Yes. Cool. So, Astra's readying gust of wind. Mm-hmm. Keth is readying a melee attack. Doroth, are you readying anything? Nah. Okay. Felomir. Um, I guess I will ready. Uh, I can just make a movement right afterwards. Like, should I ready a movement oh. or should I, should I ready an action? Because I'm going to have to move before I do anything. I'll allow you to ready an action in this case. You know, okay. Ready an action from the left side of Keth. Yes. So I'll do... Um, I'll just ready an Eldritch Blast. Okay. And Finch, you want to ready an attack with your longsword? Yes, please. Okay. Cool. All right. Everyone takes their positions. Felomir, you see that everyone is set. All right, on three. One, two, three, and then I bolt. You dash to your position about 10 feet away, and the door stays closed for a little bit, and then it just starts to splinter and break, and then the skeletons bash through it, and it doesn't open on its hinges it literally just implodes from the center or not implodes explodes from the center of it and just cracks and busts open and as soon as you see that astra you release gust of wind and wood debris from the door just flies against the wall and then a skeleton steps into the area it makes it all the way to keth who has a ready who's readied in action Oh, rage. Crit miss. Nice. <laughs> and the skeleton just tackles you to the ground. <laughs> a fucking skeleton. Directly behind you. Doroth, give me a dexterity save. 
Five. Oh, no, no, no. Say seven. Um, and Keth, you start to dodge Dorth to the right. And, like, you have, like, a diagonal position because, like, you're standing diagonally because you're trying to sprint to the side. Keth lands directly on your legs and takes you down to the ground as well. Now I need initiatives. <laughs> this plan. All right. First up is Astra. Okay. Playing your little game, Deidre? No, I'm Playing doing 10-10. stuff on Instagram. I'm giving something for the fans. Giving something to the fans. Um, I mean, really, you're concentrating. Yeah, I'm concentrating. So I'm just going to, I guess, hold my turn unless. Delay in case something needs to happen yeah. this round for you. Bellamere. Okay, so there's a skeleton on top of Keth to your right. Who is on top of Dorth? Who is on top of Dorth? Okay. Um, can I uh, make an action to grab the necklace off of the skeleton? Yes. Um, it will be a melee attack, but you will lose your readied Eldritch Blast. Okay, I want to do that. Okay. Uh, give me a attack. A melee attack. 20. Give me a strength save. Seven. All right. You grab hold of the necklace from the backside of it and just pull back. And as you pull it back, the skeleton, like the spine just breaks and the skull of the skeleton just kind of rolls over onto your face, Keth, and then just rolls off your body. And then the bones just kind of fall to like fall limp on top of you to where there's just bones on top of you. Um, after Felomir is Doroth. I'm going to stand up. You like squirm your way off of Keth, uh, out from underneath Keth. Can I do anything else? Yes, you have an action. Run to the back of the room. Okay, that's only about 10 feet away. All right. Anything else? No. Okay. Um, after Doroth is Keth. Nope, Finch. Um, are these skeletons armed? No. Okay. Um, I'm. You have a readied longsword attack, and there's not a skeleton near you to attack. Yeah, I'm maybe move slightly closer, but I'm going to delay. Yeah, okay. there's nothing for me to do here. After fellow, after Finch is Keth. All right. So since I raged right before that skeleton tackled me, I'm fucking pissed. Okay. So I get up, and I'm gonna stomp on the skull, and then get ready for you know to fight more skeletons. So you're gonna another, ready another action. Yeah. Okay. And then a skeleton rushes through, and slams against the wall. Bones just fall apart and then anyone that had delayed actions now can do something if they wish I'll let them keep coming next round yeah. Astra delays I'm assuming Yep. everyone else probably delays until the skeletons move <laughs> unless yep. anybody wants to make a ranged attack through the door I'll shoot an Eldritch Blast through the door okay. uh, give me a Eldritch uh, ranged attack 15 that's a hit 
I gonna pass through the gust of wind okay? Yeah. Eight damage. All right. Um. You uh, hit a skeleton like in its hip and it just kind of like tears the leg off and then it starts to try and crawl through the doorway, like crawl towards the doorway. You hit one in the back somewhat. Um, anyone else want to do a ranged attack? Cool. Skeleton rushes through, falls apart, hits the wall. It's a good plan. Um, except for the one that got through. Astro delays. Another ranged attack fell in the air. I'll, I'll just delay until one of them comes through. Okay. You want to ready in action? Yes. Melee or ranged? Ranged. Eldritch Blast. Okay. Uh, skeleton rushes through and falls apart. Hits the wall. Another one. Roll and load guy tonight, guys. There's one. So after four skeletons attempt to rush through, um, the fifth one charges through and gets in right in front of you, Keth. All right, I'm going to reckless attack this time. So he has advantage on me, and I have advantage on him. I shouldn't have done that. 27. That's a hit. And it's with my mace of turning. Yep. Twenty. Twenty damage. You bring your you slam your mace into like the rib cage of the skeleton and it just crumbles and then like it was still technically in the wind and it just crumbles right there in the wind and just flies against the wall. Three more rush through. One makes it. That one doesn't make it. And that one doesn't make it. So one more rushes through right after that one. Um, because, Kathy, you wouldn't have had a readied action on that one. I will give Felomir or Finch the readied action if you want. I'm just going to go straight for the uh, the amulet if it's uh, if it's me. So you're not going to use your readied longsword attack? No, probably not. I feel like it's pointless. Okay. I, I, know, I know where the Achilles heel is on this thing, and he doesn't have a weapon. I'm just going to try and yank the dang thing off his neck. Okay. Give me a... Strength. Yeah, a melee attack. So it would be the same as your longsword. It's a five. No, plus five. Plus five, which is seven. It's it's seven. Where did you see all that? <laughs> it's the same as your longsword. It's plus five. By the way, that flowed just then. You said five, and then well, Thelomir said plus five, okay, well, and you look, said seven. The way it happened is I rolled a two, and I look, I pointed at strength, which is plus three, and he, he nodded yes, no, I and I was I like, plus five. and I was like, okay. Plus five. And you were like, five. <laughs> No, plus five. It's like, so we're on the same page. Two plus three (laughs) equals five. Yeah, that's going to be a blooper. (laughs) For the record, it's a seven. (laughs) Uh, You try to reach for it, but your hand like reaches into the wind to try and grab him. And you're like, didn't realize how strong that wind was. And your arm just kind of flails around and like kind of turns you like turns your shoulder a little bit. Felomir, you want to take a ready to action? Yeah. I'm going to blast him. 18. That's a hit. Nine damage. All right. So you hit him. Uh, it doesn't make him fall apart, but he like it staggers him in the wind still, and you can see that he kind of turns towards Astra, like trying to figure out where this wind is coming from, and just staying in the wind that long, he just 
flies against the wall and crumbles. And then two more enter into the wind, which I had already rolled, and they also crumble, and no more skeletons. Yay! Cool. I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna just wander around, just stomping on bones for the rest of my okay. rage duration. <laughs> sure. <laughs>